Welcome to the Open House Podcast with James Tatum. We've got George and Tyree here. What's up, guys? What's up? How's it been, Tyree? It's been a minute. It's been a while since I've been able to do that on the podcast. <laughs> it's, so it's 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 good. Everything's good. This summer is going to be nice and fun. So you switch rains for bang, huh? I mean, I like them both. Uh, I, I play both. This one is the you know orange dream sickle. That's my favorite one. But I tried this new energy drink, that prime one. Have you tried the prime? I haven't tried prime yet, but I heard it was good. Yeah, so they got like the electrolyte drink. That's pretty good. And then they came out with like an energy drink that's only 200 milligrams of caffeine instead of 300. And that one's pretty good too. They're both low calorie still, so they're similar to Bangy Rains. See, normally I'll, I'll take one out when I'm going to go when I'm golfing. I'm playing 18 after this, so I figure I'd go ahead and crack that open now. That way, hopefully, it starts wearing off later in the day, so I'm not up all night. But this should be a good time. Three o'clock, eh, it's early ish. Yeah, I think you should be all right. Uh, used to having caffeine. I mean, I yeah. like the ones with calories in them. <laughs> <laughs> Got myself oh. a Mountain Dew. Oh, wow, man. Extra, I don't remember last time I had calories. Mountain Dew. 46 grams of added sugar. 46? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, can. Jesus. oh, man. <laughs> and y'all talk about my lifesavers. <laughs> uh, I, well, I guess he does no wrong. When I snatched 160, I was dipping and I wasn't drinking soda. And then when I quit <laughs> dipping, I switched from dip to Mountain Dew. So uh, I don't know. So, how, this is post the correlation. Like that's, that's, <laughs> dip is where it's at then. Damn it. Like that's what we got to do. No, oh, mouth cancer or bust. Uh, <laughs> well, now you can just get the ones that are just nicotine, right? Oh, um, like the, the nicotine pouches or something? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I guess uh, it's mildly better. You know what? I listened to that podcast from, uh, what's his name? Andrew Huberman. And he was mm -hmm. talking about the there's mental benefits to nicotine, but not really physical. Um, hmm. There's a slight physical detriment. Uh, which would make sense why it would help with weightlifting because you've got a strong mental focus aspect of weightlifting. Um, cause all those old timey guys would always be smoking and I don't know how many of them dipped, but I used to dip in practice. Um, doesn't Carlos but, Nassar still smoke in between snatch and clean and jerk? Oh, I think he I does. Don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. Like at comps. Uh, I think it was just made popular by that whole Bulgarian thing. Um, you could probably just take some caffeine mm -hmm. and get the same effect and not the cancer. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's how it goes. Uh, so we're doing the podcast a little bit different today. You might hear a little bit of wind in the background. Me and George are here uh, and we're about to do our ice bath. Um, and so we figured we'd just do the ice bath and talk about the ice bath craze in the midst of the rest of the uh, crap that we always talk on the podcast. Uh, so who's going in the ice bath first, George, me or you? Uh, I guess I'll go first. I'll go ahead and knock it up. All right. George is jumping in the ice bath. So our, our sound quality will be um, less than par today for us. And the good thing is, is we don't give a shit about our sound quality that much. So 
it's not that big of a deal. I wonder if they can uh, you hear that uh, accelerating loud car on your end? I heard it for a second. Yeah, we've got like one vehicle in my neighborhood that's got a loud car, and you can hear it. All right, George is in you know, the ice George bath. George is brave. He's brave for that because I haven't done an ice bath since the days. Oh, man, it was before I went to Howe. Jamie used to want to do ice baths all the time. And that was back when we were lifting at Stacks, And they had, they had a bunch of them outside. So he used to always want to do it, and we did. And there was one day I lifted really bad. And he's like, we just need to go take an ice bath after. It's fine. It'll be relaxing. And he was the type that wanted it so cold you were mad at the world. And I remember I put one foot in and I just started cussing. I'm like, you lost your mind. I'm not getting in this. Mm. Never did it again. That one was just cold enough to turn me off forever. Yeah, usually if you're not cussing, then it's too uh, it's too warm. Um, <laughs> I don't know. George is pretty silent over there. We accidentally put too much water in it. Uh, so mm. the ice is taking longer to cool it off. Uh, so what we do is we got a hundred gallon Rubbermaid um, horse trough, like one of the plastic ones. And uh, we just fill it up with water and then we take our frozen water bottles. How many cases do we got, George? Three? three yeah. yeah, three cases. So pretty much 75 small bottles, 16 ounce bottles of water that we freeze. And that gets it down to about 50 degrees. Right now, I just checked the temperature with my meat thermometer and it was 55 for George. And uh, he's over there shivering, so it's working. <laughs> um, we got this idea from uh, Donnie Bigham with the with the water bottles, and it works pretty good. I think That's he put smart. something up. That's really Instagram smart. How he does it, yeah. Because I was looking into like how to do it affordable, and it was just becoming crazy. Like you'd have to buy an ice maker and even a used one that's worth a damn is like $2,000. Um, and since it's a craze now, I saw some advertisements for, um, a a water chiller from one of those. Everybody's buying these little like pump up ice bath things, which is kind of a waste of money. I think horse trough is, is the way to go. Um, I guess if you have the space for it, so they, uh, but they got this water chiller that hooks up to this little tiny ice bath that they got. But uh, even that thing's like a thousand dollars. Oh, so George said he saw one for two fifty. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder. So, in over the years, James, have you which one do you think that you've tried that seemed worthless? Not just with ice baths, but any of those crazes that come in and everybody says this is going to help the recovery for three, four years. And then they stop. Like, which one do you think uh, was the most worthless? <laughs> uh, well, George might disagree with me, but he's in the ice bath right now. But um, the one that's the most expensive that I think is the least helpful is the Theragun. The massage. Whoa, guns. whoa, whoa, whoa. Really? Yep. Ha- I, I, so okay, I it, it, Go ahead. there's a, there's different types of massage and what they do is pretty much topodiment. Um, and it's only one type of massage and topodiment is really just kind of like a trick to, I don't know, let your muscle relax. Cause it's kind of confused. Um, 
it's not actually going to make very many lasting changes. Now, if you do it before training, you feel good. Sure, that's good. But uh, how much are those things? 400, 500 bucks. 400, 500 bucks. Uh, yeah. you, you could get... Yeah, like you, you can get a massage a month for six months for that. And I think that would help out more than the Theragun. Hmm. Okay. How do you feel about the, like the power dots? Oh, uh, the units. Yeah. The only time I've ever gotten any relief with that is when somebody put a needle in me. And then hooked up mm. the electrodes to the needles. Um, okay. But like the actual like stick on ones, I haven't tried the power dot one. I tried a few of the other brands. Um, it's all the same. Like it's... And it, uh, in my mind, it did nothing. Um, yeah, I was say, I got the power dots at home. I think they're going better than that, honestly. And so George, I don't know if you guys could hear that, but he said he thinks oh. that the the Theragun is better than PowerDot, and I'm over here thinking that the Theragun are not. I'm not trying to call it Theragun. I'm just saying those little massage guns in general. Yeah. Hmm. I'm shocked, George. I'm shocked that he goes PowerDot under Theragun. I mean, I would only use the. I remember there was a while where we had like four of them at How, and you'd walk in, and all of us are sitting there just with either the Black and Decker one or the Theragun one. But it was more of a, a warm up thing. Not necessarily recovery after like we were doing it as like a warmer thing. I mean, yeah. Alex, me, yeah, me, yeah, Alex, Alex, Jamie seemed to really like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I hit the legs before I go to bed, it'll help with that restless legs. Yeah, so that's something valuable. Uh, he said if he hits the legs before bed, it helps with restless legs. Um, so and if it helps you sleep better, that's a significant thing, but um. I don't know. What are the other crazes? CBD? I don't know. I haven't really tried CBD, so I can't say anything. But I haven't either. But everybody loved it. Um, haven't heard it in a while, though. It's It's been a while. Yeah, it was a, it was a big craze there for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but I liked ice baths. Because uh, the Olympic Training Center, we used to use them, and I felt great. Um, so we used Normatec and ice bath and sauna at the Olympic Training Center. And we would just do like, we would just go to the, um, the little recovery center that they had there in Colorado Springs. And we would just spend, I don't know, an hour and a half doing all that stuff. And I think that was really valuable. So I think the things that are worth having are those Normatec, uh Boots, like... Um, ah, those are cool. Yeah, so I think Theragun bought Normatech. Is that right? Or mm. Theragun created their own version. Oh. Yeah, so somebody else bought... Um, what's that other massage gun that's popular? Hyperice. That Hyperice company bought uh, Normatech. So now they make them. Um, yeah, this, those are probably, those are worth the money. They're about a thousand bucks for a weightlifter. So I think ice bath, um, the sleeves, and I'd like to get a sauna. We had a little, uh, had a little steam sauna that kept your head out, but uh, 
if you you couldn't like get out of it and go into the like you couldn't alternate because once you got out you just lost all the heat from the steam sauna so i actually sold that to uh somebody that was just doing like a wellness clinic or something um but i wouldn't mind like having one of those barrel saunas Mm -hmm. that would be cool i wanted one of those when we had the brick and mortar gym too but I asked everybody if they would use it and nobody was really, or if they would, I asked everyone if they'd be okay with an increased membership just to have a sauna and nobody was really interested in it. Um, and, uh, in that setting, it was going to be a bitch to clean. Mm. People are nasty. Um, if it's just my own nastiness and I, you know, that's different, <laughs> but so uh, we're, we're, we're basically building a gym now. Let, let's think about it like that way. So the things that you would like are Asana. You're going to have ice baths. What else are you building in this gym that we're going to buy when we hit the lottery? All right. So this is a gym that we're buying that just has the things that I want, not what's going to make the gym profitable because those are two different things. Fair enough. So yeah, sauna. Oh, yeah, we, we hit the lottery. We, we're, we don't care about profit. We're building a nice gym that we love. What are we putting in it? Sauna, ice baths. Uh, George said cryo chamber. I think he's just mad because he's in the cold right now. Uh, so yeah, maybe maybe so for him. I've never tried a cryo thing, uh, so that I can't one at speak on that for a while. That one at stacks, I did it a couple it's- times. Biggest waste of time. I. You would feel good. <laughs> that is for sure. I forgot all about it. You felt good for four minutes after, and then nothing. And I remember other people would say they would sleep well the night that they did it. I will never forget that I woke up at one in the morning. Like all of you guys lied to me. That was, that was the one that I forgot about. That's my number one. That that's just, all right. We're going to have to have George argue on you with that one because he just (laughs) got out of the ice bath uh, and he had strong opinions. Uh Oh, Uh, but yeah, Normatech ice bath sauna. uh, And then I would also have, I mean, we, we got a jackpot. I would have a massage therapist in-house. Um, oh, yeah. I wish that the people in the podcast could see. I brought out uh, beach towels and, uh, well, Clara brought them out, and she brought out uh, the heart one for George. So he's got little pink hearts. and uh, <laughs> So that's the one that he gets after his ice bath, um, thanks to my daughter. Um so what else I would get? Yeah, let's go through everything that you would get, like recovery wise, mm. um, wild extra equipment. Yeah, keep wild keep, extra equipment. Nice I mean, and what I mean, right? Like, uh, how what expensive bars are you getting? Are you getting a reverse hyper? What what type of things are you throwing in here? Yeah, I mean, I would get some machines, um, but I think my priority would probably be the recovery stuff and then just everything that we had a house of weightlifting, the basic, mm. you know, nice bars and plates and platforms. Uh, some, some nice power racks, a back extension machine, a back extension cable machine. Yes. Okay. I love those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe a belt squat too. Oh, really Yeah. Uh, so I don't know, there would be a lot of equipment that I would get. Uh, but you know, what's cool is 
Sornax has a whole setup where they just got their like whole gym there. Uh, but they also have a room with like um, like rooms with bunk beds and like places for people to stay that come and visit and train or something. Ooh, that would be neat. Uh, that was actually Glenn's idea because he wanted to make like a weightlifting compound and he wanted people to like live live there on the compound. So then George they could just would train, never leave. Nap, <laughs> train, sleep, eat. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, that would be pretty cool. That's what the Bulgarians did. I mean, what Pocket Hercules never left. He just stayed at the gym all day. And his last session was at 7.30 p.m. That's when his last session started. So, yeah, I, I mean, if you're doing things like that and you're doing three, four sessions, you go out there, eat something, relax for 30 minutes. So then we're going to have to add a kitchen to this gym. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So we have a kitchen, a few machines. Yeah, okay. no, I really like that that high end Alico hex bar, the trap deadlift bar. Yeah, it's open on one end because you could do some yeah. heavy farmer farmer carries with that, and not have to worry about it. Yeah, like bumping into the front. Oh boy! Right. <laughs> Sounds like James just got in. Yeah, just got nice. Yeah, I'm pretty pretty good when it comes to the cold because of being in Alaska for four years. But so I think my uh, my tolerance for the cold is pretty good, but. James, on the other hand, not so much. Does not sound up, to be okay. <laughs> growing yeah, up like growing up in the uh, Carolinas, and then where else were you at a lot? Yeah, Bahamas. The Bahamas. <laughs> Bahamas in the winter and Carolinas in the summer. I oh, yeah. No. Until I was a teenager. Yeah, so my argument for the ice bath versus the cryo. Three minutes in a chamber versus ten minutes and a bucket of water. Tom Sroka got frostbite on his foot. Mm-hmm. I had a friend Sierra. Yeah, I had a, I had a friend Sierra who got frostbite on her uh, calf because of her socks. And they they were like, "Oh, you should have took your socks off." And they said it was her socks. They call it like I don't understand how, but yeah. Wow, that's interesting. You step in a puddle in your socks before you get in the chamber. Yeah, the places that I've been to, they give you socks and gloves and like headgear and everything when you get there, so you don't use your own stuff. They have like equipment mm-hmm. for you to wear. But I also have a very high cold tolerance because of Alaska. I'm pretty sure I've had frostbite multiple times, so I may be an outlier. (laughs) And it wasn't wasn't that I didn't – I enjoyed being in that more than an ice bath, but I didn't feel any benefit from it after five minutes of being out. That's where for me it just didn't seem worth it. But I would much rather do that than an ice bath any day. Yeah, I was going to say the ice bath, I feel until like the next day almost like I can go take a hot shower and everything. And I still feel cold. I was like <laughs> put on pajama pants and a sweater and socks and everything just to hang out in the house. And it's like oh. 86 here right now. So, Okay, so we, we have all of this stuff at the gym. And this is, I haven't seen it with the weightlifting gym, but I've seen this before. So what are you putting in place, James? Because I feel like it would bother James the most. That now we have all of this stuff. We have all of these toys. How do you, what type of member base do you think you're getting? Because the gym that I was at that had the cryo and everything, the owner said, we are the country club of fitness. Because one day we had the doors open because it was nice. He said, it's a terrible idea. 
we need the AC to be at 70. It's like, we're the country club of fitness. It's like, okay, interesting. And that's exactly what we, uh, what we got there. It was very interesting because everybody had a sports performance gym. No more than 25 members. No more than 25 members. James said. I like that. And alternates. You said it gives you a team and alternates. Yeah, full team and alternates. Ooh, oh, that would be fun. And you gotta try out to make the team. Oh, I yeah, love the idea cool. of this. Yeah, because I mean, access to all that equipment—that's expensive equipment. So you got to be able to hit certain numbers to even be able to get access. You know. Okay, so when when we're making this, is this going to be like, man, we're building a dream team here? Yeah, is I mean, this going to be like international qualifiers? Is is the minimum or nationals? Salaries, yeah, probably nationals for like alternates and starters would be international, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, I think the thing with muscle driver worked good with salaries and making money. It wasn't perfectly fair, but it made us competitive. Well, I mean, I, I think that's ideal. I don't, it can't, it can't be fair. Top dogs got to eat. Like that's, yeah, you can't make it fair for everybody gets paid the same. You need people to chase people. You need people to knock people off. Yeah. You just need the money to be able to pay people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They forgot about that part. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, that's I, I think about that all the time. If I just if I hit the lottery, oh, five minutes left. So did you <laughs> see? That's what, what, what did I you have. What did you have in mind for this gym, Terry? Um, actually, it would have been you didn't see it, but James would have saw it. CrossFit stacks back in the day. It would have basically been that, except instead of being a CrossFit gym, it would have been weightlifting. We would have had all of that same stuff that we had there because they had saunas, they had cryo, they had locker rooms, they had a concession stand in the back. Like it was, they had everything, but the owner drove it into the ground. So we wouldn't do that. It wouldn't be CrossFit, it would be just weightlifting. The only thing that I would get worried about would be the members. But I like what James said 25 cap, and there there are standards to be there, which would make it fun and competitive. We need yeah, what? A janitor, a janitor to clean all that recovery oh. equipment. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, what you know, you could bring in an extra revenue stream if you opened up the recovery stuff to the public because a lot of uh, older individuals enjoy the cryo chambers and the infrared saunas and stuff like that. Hey, we hit the lottery. We don't need it. <laughs> yeah, no. Man, I think about this sometimes, like just. If I hit the lottery, I'm getting cars and building the ultimate gym. It's going to be wild. But yeah, yeah it would be a bunch of stuff like this. You know who always did good at the lottery? Jared Fleming. <laughs> what? We would be on trips and he'd pick up some scratch-offs and he would always win. Crazy. Hey, the man's different. I told you. That man will go down and hit that. He will forever be my favorite American weightlifter. American because my, my favorite. Yeah, it's Keanu Shrestami. Keanu Shrestami is my favorite international weightlifter. Jared Fleming will be my favorite American lifter. I, I, I don't know what's going to have to happen for that to change. 
Huh? He's got a good mustache. Oh, Keanu's. Yeah. Hey, it's man, it's something about him. Just that man never thinks he's gonna miss. And then he'll miss his first two. He's like, I'll be fine. Walks up there with the same swagger he did for his opener, sticks it for the win. Something about him. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't watched enough international weightlifters to form a favorite. I think my favorite USA weightlifters to watch are definitely West Kitts, Nathan, and Harrison. I thought you were going to say a completely different name. I know West Kitts is your guy, but I, I was waiting for you to say Hampton. Nah, I really like watching Harrison. I like Harrison's lifts a lot. Well, I thought Hampton because you are literally Hampton. I am not Hampton. You're not? Both of you guys are going to snatch mid-20s, and then you might clean and jerk 175. Like He's that's- very, very elastic, though. Yeah, you guys move differently. You guys move very differently. Your strengths are... Di- well, I don't know. I wouldn't say your strengths are too much different. But you guys move very different. But yeah, every time I see Hampton and what he does at a meet, I'm like, man, these are George-type numbers. This is this is a day George would have on a random Friday. Look at Harrison. Harrison had like a 50-kilo split between his snatch and clean and jerk. Uh, he would clean it, over 200 and snatch like, once low 160s. His best snatch was 161 at the Olympics. We're not going to talk about that. Tatum's still better, but his best snatch was 161 at the Olympics. I thought it was 163. It was was 61 61? because, yeah, he got him by one kilo. And then he clean and jerked 20. He he missed the jerk at 206? No, he hit 206 at the Olympics, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he hit 206. But he had cleaned 205 like four or five years before that. It was, yeah. So he's going 160. To 160, 205. He was, yeah, look at at that split. That's almost 50 kilo split. I mean, but that's 20%. That's 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 the 80%. He's snatching 80% of his clean jerk. Exactly. Yeah, he's right at the snatch 80%. Yeah. It's just. Then Hampton's at what? He snatched 124 and clean jerked 166. Yeah, 166, right? That's what he just hit? Yeah. So that's about the same split. Man, I swear it just seems like Hamptons is lower, but I guess not if it's still the... You got to remember, he's only a 60... He was a 61. Yeah, no, I mean, like he's he's a very good lifter because he's a 61. Like, yeah, no. I, yeah. I just... I He is good. He's a 61. That's I just assumed that he was going to be one of your, one of your guys. No, I enjoy watching Hampton. But I like to, um, I like weightlifters that are closer to my weight class or heavier, just because it's like numbers that I can try to chase. Mm-hmm. So like when I watch Nathan or watch Wes or watch Harrison and them lift, they're hitting big weights, and it's like okay, I can chase those numbers and try to catch those numbers or pass those numbers. That's fair. I guess I have always enjoyed watching the weight class that I am and the one right above me. Yeah. Um, no, Harry, for me. Uh, Hampton's really, really fun to watch because he's an excellent weightlifter, but we our numbers are close. Right. So I, that's just why I don't really enjoy watching it because I'm trying to watch someone who's lifting heavier than me or yes, yeah. and it's really better. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That's why I like the ones that like the weight class right above me. That I'm 81, 89s, 96s. 
those are the good. Well, I mean, even think about the guys who I just said are my favorite lifters. Fleming was a 94. And then Kianush is whatever the world decides the weight classes are going to be. So he was an 85, then a 96. So, yeah, those are my those are my guys. I, I do the same. Yeah, have you watched any of this uh, Grand Prix? I haven't seen any of it. Yeah, I've been watching it. Um, Ryan Grimsland did. He showed up. He got what? what? Did he hit? Gold overall and clean and jerk and then gold overall in total. And I want to say bronze and snatch or silver and snatch. Do you remember what he hit? Um, snatch 145, clean and jerk to 182. He got a bad call on 188, similar to Maddie's call, where they gave him the down signal and then mm. reviewed it and gave him a no lift afterwards because he was rotating. I, I, I don't understand that because as soon as you decide to give the down signal, that means that you've already put in your vote for whether it it's a made lift or not because the down signal doesn't trigger until two people have voted. Yeah. So I don't understand how they can vote, then change their mind. Well, the jury decided that the referee's vote was no good. So that's what happened. That was the jury's call, not the referee's. And we're penalizing the athlete because the jury is saying the judges made their call too quick. Yeah, because how, how many weightlifting meets do you have to referee to even qualify to go to a meet of this like this level? I don't know the setup to do it, but I know it's quite a bit. It's hard to get to a national level or an international level referee. Um, you have to be at the national level for quite a while. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. He should have stopped moving. <laughs> it's plain and simple on that one with me if you're still moving it's in the rules Wait. that you need to stop moving and your feet need to be square although they did give it to that uh what's that girl that won in from mexico in the uh what weight class is taylor wilkins 59 59 i saw the she video was still moving yeah. and her feet weren't square and they gave that to her so there's some inconsistencies there I can only think of one time I've ever been on the platform and it was 2019 AO3 and it was a PR and I'm sitting there overhead and I'm just shivering. I'm not spinning, but I'm just shaking and they're not giving me the down signal. And it felt like I waited for 10 seconds. And it's funny because in the video, you can hear Alex out in the crowd say, give him the lift because I'm just sitting here just waiting and I'm just shivering. And they finally gave it to me, but I, that was the longest wait overhead. And I'm just waiting, like, please give me the down. Please give me the down, because I'm going to lose this. That should be the easiest part. Just hold yeah. it. Yeah, that, that, that's what it should be. I was <laughs> shivering that day. It, if you have this trouble, uh, just start holding your jerks overhead for a while in practice. Literally just three seconds. And now it'll be enough to fix that. Mm. That's what we got to get Zach to do. Zach never, never gets the down signal and he's already letting it down. You know, we had a it's girl. Cold. I'm shivering. I'm going in the sun. <laughs> we had a girl at Howe a few years ago, and it was one of those. She would always drop the bar before she brought her feet together. Like she would, she could have made it, but it was a bad habit that she started where she wouldn't even bring her feet together. And I remember telling her before her first comp, like, hey, 
wait. Like you, you're going to have to wait for the down signal. You got to wait. And she would do it with snatches too. As soon as she was standing up, she'd immediately drop it and wouldn't even, wouldn't lock out at top. And I remember the weeks before I kept telling her, wait, you have to wait. She walked out there for her first attempt snatch, hit it and dropped it right away and realized and just looked over at me. And it was a local me. So they gave it to her. And I just looked at her. Don't do that again. So then she waited for the rest of her snatches, went out there for her opening clean and jerk and did the exact same thing. Barely brought her foot together, dropped it and then looked over like, uh oh. That that is probably the most exaggerated that I've seen when somebody does it. Yeah, that's the good and the bad about local meets is you get to lift, but you need to uh, learn the lesson not to do that. I'm going to be shivering for like the next hour, maybe two. That's how I get every time I do one of these ice baths. You know, maybe you do need to try the cryo then, James. <laughs> no, I ain't trying to get frostbite. <laughs> uh, Tom Troca got it on his heel. And uh, it really messed him up. Like, he, um, it looked like a giant blister. And it was probably a good two and a half inches in diameter. Holy shit. And uh, messed up his training for quite a while. Yeah, when I go in the chamber, I don't stand still. I'd like hop around and move around the whole time. Yeah, no, I I haven't done oh yeah, I haven't done it in years, but I would rather do that. Yeah, I'd also like to have a room um with a uh I mean if we're going all out, like a uh, a body fat um body composition testing thing. Uh which one do you care which one? Like would you want Oh god, yeah, if we're going all out, would you do a DEXA or would you just get an in body? Bod pod. Yeah, the problem with DEXA is that you don't want to give people radiation that often. And I'd like to test it more often than that. Okay. Um, so probably like a bod pod or a uh, definitely have calipers as well. So Yeah, as I say that water test is hard. What's that one called? Hydrostatic wang. Yeah. Yeah, that one's pretty hard. Yeah, when we did that one when I was in college, we had to do estimations for our lung capacity. So even with that, there's just estimations. So because I, I think the machine to test your lung capacity is uh, pretty expensive. Dex That's something I've never had tested. Your body fat percentage? No, lung capacity. Well, the like just strictly. I the how with the hydrostatic weighing, I had it done once and I felt like I wasn't doing it well. You know it what I mean? Hard. <laughs> right. Like I, yeah, I just felt like I was screwing it up. So when I did it and they used the estimations, I was a negative body fat percentage. Oh. Yeah. So the the estimations in the lung capacity didn't work for me. Um, yeah. Cause, uh, I also sink like a rock when I'm in water. <laughs> um, so I don't know that it'd be interesting to actually get a, 
an accurate measurement on that. I don't feel like I could talk much more. I feel like I'm shivering and I can't speak straight. Yeah, but I get <laughs> uh so it might be a good time to end this right. podcast um you got anything else to say any uh, any last words um yeah no i'm i'm about to go play 18 holes and hopefully i have a good day hopefully Wait, before you go you never said what piece of equipment you would want uh, i really liked works on bars even though they're hard to get now um i would want works on bars and a reverse hyper would be the first thing that I'm looking at getting. If we have space and whatever money, I want a reverse hyper. I would love one of those Franken hyper things. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, that that's that's where I'd go. Give me that and something to curl with, you know. Let me get some cables. I just and lot, lots of power racks. <laughs> yep. For bandit accessories and squats. Yeah, when we were doing the bandit squats, that was fun. Even when we did the reverse stuff, the those were really nice. I love doing those pulls. And jerk recoveries, because setting up blocks that high is a pain in the butt. Oh, yeah. No, you can't do that. Yeah. Power X. I haven't done jerk recoveries in a minute. You know, I might add those. Yeah, talk about not shaking when you're holding <laughs> the bar overhead, and that'll help. I just sent you that post, George. And I, I remember it felt like I was waiting forever, but I, I sent you the post of the video. All right. So uh, for you listeners out there, let us know if you like this style podcast. It was a little bit, maybe we can do other ones like this. Or if the sound quality is miserable, just let us know and we won't do it. Maybe we'll do it in the gym one day. We'll get a. I got some mics. Accurate uh, idea of what it's like to be in a gym (laughs) and talk about weightlifting, like the theme of this podcast. You're coming back to South Carolina soon, right? When you get in here. Yeah. Um, I'm driving down. I'll actually be down there this weekend. So I'll talk to you guys about that. And then. Train Saturday or what? Well, I got to drive down there. It's a six hour drive. So You're just moving around. It'll be all right. All right. All right. We'll talk about this off air. Uh, <laughs> definitely going to train because you got to get strong. All right. Talk to you guys later.